Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I think I started talking before we were recording, but oh well. Welcome to the Sofa Chronicles once again. I am joined with uh, the most handsome red-bearded man that's ever walked the planet. Mr. Jacob Giles is here. Perfect attendance to the show again. Look at you go. I'm just saying, being a decently good-looking red-headed man is not hard, even though there's quite an extreme of hot or not when it comes to reddits well whether it's difficult or not you are you are well above the standard sir i think you're just trying to make me blush <clears throat> i wouldn't know even if you did <laughs> all right we have a guest on we do have a guest on ladies and gentlemen we have we've uh we've talked about this guest coming for several weeks and he is here ladies and gentlemen the eight-time Alabama's most beautiful man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the disappointed dad is here. Chris Stewart is on the Sofa Chronicles. <laughs> I've been right, thinking about doing right. this shit all day. <laughs> That's another intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, turn the music off. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Yes, you can. I, no, I really can't. Because I didn't know that that's what you've been looking up for the last 15 minutes. That's what it was. Let's try <laughs> Chris, how are you, sir? I'm great. How's it going, fellas? <laughs> that's Jake. <laughs> I just face palms so hard. I love seeing how disappointed he gets with me. Who, me or Mr. Stewart, you. because apparently both of us are disappointed right now. Well, I haven't heard any disappointment from his end. You yet. call him the disappointed dad. Yeah, he's a disappointed dad, but, you know, it doesn't mean he's always disappointed. That's fair. Uh, most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, 99%. You know, right now he's happy. We're that 1%? Yeah, We're the 1%. Right now it's, it's great. See? <laughs> Carry on, sir. <laughs> Um, another legendary competitor in the Strongman world. You've been to, you've been to OSG. You've been to Giants Live. You've you've walked around with uh, some of the best that's ever done it, and uh, you're one of the best that's ever done it around here. So we're. Uh, uh, are, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna open the floor up to you, sir. Give us some background. Give us give us a a rundown. Um. You know where you came from, what got you started in strongman, and how long you've been doing it, and where all that's taking you. Let's let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's dive into it. Um, so I guess how how it all started was oh I guess oh it's been close to ten years now, eight nine ten years is going on. Uh, I was training with uh, with Damien. Most everybody knows Damien. And we were training at the YMCA in Sarahland. Um, it wasn't ideal for the kind of lifting we were doing because we, we always lifted pretty heavy. Uh, so we saw a, uh, a, uh, uh, an advertisement for, you know, a strongman competition in, in Gulf Shores. And uh, we were like, well, that, that looks like that would be pretty cool. Let's go check it out. And uh, so we all rode over on a Saturday, and I believe it was ASM – three or four is when we is when we rolled in and uh so fairly fairly early on in slater's uh alabama strongest man career there and uh went over there and watched the whole competition and we were like 
you know, damn, that looks that looks pretty cool. I think we can do that. And uh, met with Slater after the competition and got hooked up with his Alabama strength crew over there. And and that is exactly how how our strongman journey started. So traveled over there every Saturday, training with Slater and learning from him, and just uh, learning the sport and trying to get better and better every week. And uh, I never ever thought that I would be competing with the guys that I competed with at OSG um, or any of these world level competitions that I've been blessed to be able to do when I started this journey. So uh, I'm as just as shocked as, as anybody else uh, for what I've been able to do uh, in, in the sport of strongman in, in a fairly short period of time. But uh, yeah, so, so from there it uh, kind of blossomed into, you know, training starting to train for comps and my very first competition was uh, Jackie O's Mob City Strongest Man. Lord, that was nine, almost ten years ago. So opened up in the in the novice class and did a my first comp as a novice and I was I podiumed and uh, jumped into the open class and started doing Alabama Strongest Man and um, Central Georgia and a lot of these local comps around here. Uh, and we were doing that for a few years, having having a little bit of success, you know, hitting some podiums, winning some hardware, and um, saw the uh, you know got on social media, saw the OSG uh, you know qualifier they had an online iron. We kind of jumped into that in 2019, um, qualified for OSG in 2019, went down there and competed with those guys, had an absolute blast. Uh, that show is unbelievable to compete in. Um, just a, it's a great time. Uh, jumped on there and qualified those static monsters as well. You know, was able to do that. Qualify um, in the world for static monsters. Um, was able to compete compete there. Uh, and then went back and did uh, static. Uh, sorry, went back and did OSG again in, in 2021. Uh, it was canceled in 2020 because of COVID, but uh, so I was able to do OSG in essentially back-to-back years. Um, and the goal is, uh, you know, the goal right now is is to get healthy and, and qualify, you know, next year for OSG. I want to go back and do OSG at least one more time before my body tells me uh, I can't do this sport anymore. So, Well, you uh... – You've had quite a run, as it is already. Uh, I didn't know you'd been to OSG twice. I thought it was just the once. No, we I, no, we did. We qualified in back-to-back years. It was 19, and uh, like I said, 2020, They we qualified for 2020, but they, they shut it down because of COVID. So our qualifier was honored for 2021. So got to do it in 2021 as well. Awesome. Um so where are you at now with uh, with the sport? Um, I actually have not gotten to see you compete. I've I've seen you judge and um, proctor and all that kind of stuff at competitions, but I've never actually gotten to see you compete. Yep. Uh, are your competing days over? Other than well, this? stay tuned, brother. I'm not. No, no, no. Yeah, stay stay tuned. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, retired yet. So uh, I'm. Uh, 
you know, I've got a, uh, I was using, I've, I've, I've been through a few coaches and, uh, you know, anybody that's, that's, that's had a coach and done programming, you know, understands that every coach is not ideal for every athlete. So you need to find the one that, that understands you and your training methods and, 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 and is willing to, to work with you the way that that athlete needs to be worked with. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, got a new coach and uh, we're working on some things, trying to, to right a few wrongs and, and heal up. Uh, my body's been really beat up the last you know year and a half. So working on some things, healing up, and uh, I plan on competing again uh, after the first year, you know, 2024, I'm going I'm to jump in and, and compete some more. So we're going to see how it goes. Awesome. Hey, where are you looking? So uh, obviously, like a while ago, you know, OSG is going to be a goal for next year. Uh, I do. I want to get back to OSG and, 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 you know, throw some weight around with, with the best in the world again, uh, because as far as a master's athlete goes, in my opinion, OSG is the pinnacle. It just doesn't get any better than that. So. Yeah. Um, go, go rub. So that's going to be on my list. And then, uh, that's going to be on my list. I can get my, if I can get my deadlift back where it needs to be, uh, probably static monsters next year. Uh, and then maybe something uh, I may do one or two local comps, you know, amateur comps. Uh, but you know, Chad Coy's got a uh, a master show he puts on, so I may uh, I might try to jump in there and talk to him, and you know, try to qualify for that and and jump in there with those guys. So uh, there's a few things on the books, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things I I want to accomplish next year. Uh, so we'll we'll see how it goes. We're gonna we're gonna work on that. Hey, hell yeah. Um, I hate it that we uh we couldn't go to Mississippi this year. I uh I know uh, it. I know it. I was I was I was gonna be all in just to just to do it and, and have some fun. Uh unfortunately, uh you know, unfortunately for a lot, you know, like a lot of us, strong man is a is a hobby, it's not a profession. So Yes. Uh when life when when stuff with with, with your life uh, happens, you gotta put the strong man on the back burner. No, hey, no, I get it. I'm not, I'm not upset. Um, well, I mean, I say I'm not upset. I'm a little upset that you know I couldn't compete against you because you know I know we were both doing some shit talking, <laughs> but I, I knew how it was going right. to go. I knew how it was going to go, but uh, I understand. Um, if those things come first. We'll uh, we will make it happen one day somehow. Absolutely. Um. So. What do you do as a career? Like, what is what pays the bills in the Stewart House? Yeah, so uh, I'm actually a and uh, a, a lot. Of, <laughs> this is. I wish I was actually physically in front of people when I say this because a lot of people get a facial expression when I tell them what I actually do. Uh, so my degree. So I my, I got a bachelor's in chemical engineering. My degree is is, is chemical engineering. My background. Mm-hmm. So, I started out as far as my career goes. I started out in, in chemical engineering and, and doing that for a company out of North Mississippi. Uh, did that for about three or four years, and then got into supervision and management. So, what I do now is is manage um, certain 
parts of the chemical plant. Like, like right now, my current job is a process and quality control manager. So I'm over the uh, I'm over the quality laboratory and I have some engineers that report to me and uh, just kind of keep the chemical plant running and, and and stuff going out the door. And uh, how how tall are you again? You're what? You're you're about an inch shorter than I am. So you what? Six foot six one. I'm right. I'm six. Yeah. Yeah. And you weigh what? Three hundred pounds? Three fifteen? Somewhere around there. Uh, I'm tipping the scale at about a, a a light three fifteen right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same <laughs> man that reminds me on a regular basis, and I quote, <clears throat> "You're not a goddamn heavyweight." <clears throat> this is him. Mm-hmm. I know because <laughs> you talk about him quite often. Oh, you know, according. According to the, you know, to the class, you know, with the weight class and the competition, yeah, you're a heavyweight, but in the real world, you're not yet. Uh, even at 280, I'm not? <laughs> no, 280? No, I'd be, I, how many, I mean, who are you going to compete with at 280 in a heavyweight class? I don't know. I'm trying to get there. I might hit 300 by the end of this year. There you go. That's we'll a see. great goal. We'll see. In other words, what I'm hearing him being polite about is that you need to get your weight up, bitch. That's probably what he's saying. (laughs) You know, it's it's physics, right? It takes weight to move weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my heart doctor, when I saw him, he was like, he said, you know, he never said anything negative about my weight. And he didn't say I couldn't gain more weight. So here we go. There you go. <laughs> I might see if I can gain another twenty pounds this year. You know, and I say I say that all the time. It takes weight to move weight, but you know, guys like Tyler and some of these U ninety guys, you know, Jeremy Shell, some of these guys keep they prove me wrong every time I, it comes out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, him and uh, he was telling us last <laughs> week that him and Trey Godbold both pulled a thousand at um, Todd's last year. Yeah, Trey uh, was actually Trey actually broke the uh, Alabama state record yesterday on the log. So did he really? What did he get? Yeah, he, he got three seventy. Woo! Damn it! That's he why they call it a match he, he went for he went for four hundred. He wanted more. Went for four hundred, and uh, he did not get the down call. So, mm, no soft lockouts, huh? I get it. No soft. Flockouts. So he did not he get he get he did not get the down call for the four hundred, but he did get the record with three seventy. Very good. We actually actually just booked him to come on the show. As a matter of fact. Oh, that, fantastic! And uh, let's see, Slater will be in here next week, and then oh, oh um, yeah, that'll be going. Two weeks after Slater, we've got Damian. I'm pretty sure Damian's coming uh, <laughs> two weeks after Slater. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be listening to that one. Yeah, uh, we got a we got a pretty good lineup for Strongman that's going to be coming in here. Um, Trey's coming in. Well, he's he's going to be on the show. Hannah Lindsay's confirmed to come on the show. Um, okay. Who else? Who else? Did I just talked to you. Uh, Livy. Livy's coming on the show. All right. <clears throat> talked to her yesterday about it. Andrew Pappas is going to be on the show. Shout out to Credo Strength okay. Equipment. We just confirmed Andrew yesterday as that's, well. Oh, that's great, man. Try to try to get him some advertising, get the word out. 
for my guy. Guy's yeah, not having a good time absolutely. right now. <clears throat> so, um, can you take us through what got Ant to where it is now? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody that don't know, uh, Ant Performance is, is our gym that we, we train in down here in, in Mobile. Uh, so, like I said earlier, when I when I touched on the Y, the YMCA was was great. Um, but they obviously it's the YMCA, right? It's, it's not a powerlifting and strongman gym, and and we had essentially outgrown the Y, so to speak, right, in in our strongman journey. So we were we were looking for places to be able to train. You know, we were looking for more specific powerlifting. You know type gyms and, and, and came across Jake and, and Ant performance. And, uh, he had essentially, he didn't have any strongman equipment, of course, because he wasn't a strongman gym originally, but he had everything else that we would, we would need. He had, you know, all the bars, you know, the plates, calibrated plates, bumpers. I mean, every, everything that you would need, you know, to, to get a good training session in. Uh, so we went and talked to him and, and joined up with him. Uh, told him about all of our strongman, you know, training and our equipment that we had had collected over the years, and he agreed to clear us off a spot in there and and bring our strongman equipment in, and um, and the rest is kind of history. So we we were we brought we brought the strongman equipment in. We brought some people with us, you know, that wanted that kind of training atmosphere as well, and um, it was just a great it was just a great mesh with with Jake and his gym, and it's been we've been there. We've been training at Ant for, well, I think, going on five years now, um, and it's been great. Anybody that hasn't been to Amp, uh, if you're in the area, please give us a shout and, and stop by. We'd, we'd love to train with you and let you check the gym out. Absolutely. Um, if you are <laughs> if you are a strength athlete of any kind whatsoever, be it powerlifting, CrossFit, bodybuilding, Olympic lifting, pole vaulting. I mean, they've got, they got room for you there to do everything at AMP. So, uh, y'all are still doing strongman Saturday pretty regularly, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No time like, no time like a Saturday to come in and see, you know, walk around with all the monsters, you know, you and Lewis and Drew and, uh, Tyler when he's in there and just, Man, you'd be surrounded by nothing but good people over there. So it's I, I strongly recommend if you can go to a Strongman Saturday, um, if you want to go check one out, go check it out at AMP. Come up, uh, come up to Stapleton and check ours out with John Bass. Sometime uh, we're uh, we're slowly trying to get that group to be a little bit bigger. So there's that. Yeah, but I definitely sh- want to get up there and train with you guys. Absolutely, we are. We we, we will be. Open and uh, open and ready to go for that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm, we're gonna make it happen. So, in um, in your journey through strongman, what is what is one of the things that you've seen change the most that you that you um maybe don't agree with, or things that you do agree with, or things like that? Because your your name is brought up quite a bit when it comes to certain topics in strongman, including judging. <clears throat> because that's been a, a hot topic around yeah. here the last few weeks. Um, it, it is. It's a very hot topic right now. It's a very hot topic in the in the community around here right now. So, um, the, what, what's your opinion on that? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, I think my opinion on that is I've said it. You know, I've said it 
before, and I'll, I'll say it again. Uh-oh. I don't, I don't know if the answer is is some type of certification or you know putting people through some type of training or I, I don't know if that's the answer or not. I think that would probably be be good to have something like that. But the problem with that is, is that if you have a, a handful of people that that have this certification and can judge strongman and have been through this this training, so to speak, you know those, you know, you're going to have to have people all over the country because you know, I mean, myself, Damian Slater, you know, I can't travel all over the place and, and judge every competition because shows just can't afford to to bring people in, and I can't afford to do that. So, you know, you're going to have to have the people and, and, and the, I guess the, um, what am I looking for here? You're going to have to have, have enough people to, to want to do that. But uh, the problem right now with, with judging is, is you've got all these, these, these comps. There's a lot of comps right now, man. It just seems like everybody's putting on a comp and, and which isn't, which isn't a bad thing. It's, it's a great thing because that, to me that shows the sports growing and, and there's interest there. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, in my opinion, with the judging part of it, is you've got people that are training a certain way. Because you go out on Instagram, you go on the social media, you watch some of these, these these guys and girls' videos, and they're in the gym, they're busting their ass, and they're training, which is great. And but but you see, they're doing it, you know, the wrong way, either because they don't have a coach, or they don't have a good coach, or you know, nobody's telling them what to do or how to do it, and and so they get in a competition and they don't do well because if somebody like me or Damien or Slater, somebody that has a, you know, a stricter, you know, judging criteria, you know, they're going to get no rep. And, and then if you have judges that, that the promoter, local promoter brings in because it's his buddies that don't know jack shit about strongman or, or the lifts and, and what to do, you know, that's not teaching me anything either. So. I'm not exactly sure what the answer is, fellas. Um, I know there's, I know I, you know, we Slater and myself and Daniel Tate, a few people, you know, got together and kind of threw out some, uh, you know, what to look for uh, or goes with specific lifts. Um, you know, but I, I'm no, I can't get that out there and, you know, make anything official and make that happen. So, like I said, I don't know what the answer is. I don't have the answer. Uh, but it's definitely a hot topic right now and something needs to be done. But, you you know, you're going to have to have people like, you know, maybe Willie or Dion or, you know, Chad Coy, some of these these people with a lot more pull than I have to, to try to make something happen as far as judging goes. You know, I don't even know, you know, how Dion or Willie or any of those people – you know, like for a national or regional level, you know, competition. Yeah, you know, I was what's the criteria I, for judging those kind of counts. I, sorry to interrupt you. I've wondered that too. That you've got the the judges that go, <clears throat> they go up to the regional, national, and global comps like that. I mean, is that just a guy that just showed up to the promoter and said, "Hey, I can help judge," or is that I somebody? Think that's basically how it goes. Surely, there's got to be something that. <clears throat> Because what all I can all I can reference on this part is the fire service of what we would do. Um, we yeah. necessarily didn't have a like set criteria of certain things, but when it came to a, 
instructing? We certainly did. Um, you had to be able to withhold the standard yourself before you could ask anyone else to withhold the standard, if that makes sense. Like if you didn't yeah, absolutely. like like if you were coming to a class to be a proctor for that class and you weren't certified in that class, you can kick rocks because you can't you I don't care how long you've been doing this, you are not qualified and you cannot you you don't hold the standard to to tell people yes, no, or any of that kind of stuff. You may be a great person. That's I'm not saying you're not, but you're not qualified. So the thought that I had was maybe instead of doing like a certification kind of a thing, at least on the day of a competition, you have your judges meeting, like you, like y'all all get together and then you, you go through what the promoter expects. Like you have like, you know, be stricter on lockouts, be stricter on, on you know, on carries. I remember in Alabama that our time didn't stop until the implements were stationary. Like if it was still wobbling, time was still going. You know, make sure that's yeah. specified stuff like that. Make sure everybody's on the same page with that shit, and maybe maybe have a signature that you have to sign, like or a waiver or something like that, expressing that you're going to hold the same standard for one person to to everybody or. Like maybe USS or Strongman Corps can put out like a quick little online course that you just get like a certificate of completion that you have to take to a promoter that you're going to be a judge for something like that. I I don't know. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, and maybe that maybe 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 that's it. Something like that, you know, something simple and and like that. And but you know, it's funny you mentioned that about the you know getting with the promoter about the judging because we've. Any any show that myself, Damien, or Slater, or you know, yeah, and I keep referencing those guys because that's usually the core group of guys that you know we travel around and judge these local comps around here. So yes, one that's one thing we've actually started doing. So we will get with the promoter uh, before the competition as judges and make sure we understand what he or she is looking for uh, in, in their comp, uh, and we will let them know how how we're going to judge it, uh, what we're looking for. And, you know, and is that okay with them? You know, how, how we're going to do it. So, uh, we've actually started doing that. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> experience has taught us that needs to be done because you have athletes that get upset, uh, with our judging sometimes because it is stricter than, than most of what they see anywhere else. So, yeah, but, uh, and I noticed this after, Slater said something about it um, in, in preparation for Alabama of him talking about that he's he's seen people's training videos on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever. And I, it, it made me start paying attention to what I was watching for certain people. Or not certain people, just for everybody in general. And it made me more aware of what I was doing. So yeah, being there at Alabama, knowing that that you and Slater and uh, Damien and uh, who else was it? What was his name? Um, the guy that was at the tug of war. I can't remember his name. Oh, Tim. <clears throat> yeah. Tim? Yeah. Um, that I was, I paid I was paying attention throughout the day and kudos to all of you guys that it didn't seem like you wavered on anything that you said to anybody. Um, you know, I never, yeah. I never had the thought that, you know, it was like, oh, well he's, you know, he's, he's, he's just razzing on that guy. 
for whatever reason, but that guy's not getting the same treatment or what, you know, or whatever kind of bullshit like that. You know, I never had that thought um, throughout the competition. No, you know? no. Yeah, no. no I, I, I pride myself, and I know those guys do too, on, on, on treating everybody equally, you know, regardless of, you know, if I know them, if I don't know them, you know, if we're friends or, or whatever, you know, when I walk into a competition to judge it, everybody's equal and they're going to be treated exactly that way. So, uh, and I know those guys feel the same way. Yeah. Which is how it should be. And I think the athletes for the most part appreciate it. I, I certainly do because, um, <clears throat> that would be something that would keep me from going back to that particular competition again. Something like that yeah, yeah, is, absolutely. is okay. Well, I go. I would love to go back to whatever competition, wherever. But unless that bastard's going to be there, that that didn't give me a rep when I know I had a rep or whatever. And then just you know the way word of mouth is, it goes all the way around. And you know the story that starts is this itty bitty. All of a sudden, by the time it gets to the third person, it's oh, I would have podiumed if that bastard hadn't taken me away from this one rep or some shit like that. So, um, you know, it's word of mouth will kill people. Um, reputation wise, and it's 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 yeah. it's something that I don't think y'all are ever going to have a problem with. I really don't. Well, man, we appreciate it. It's uh, you know, it's something we you know we pride ourselves on it, and uh, we take it very seriously. You know, you know, we travel around. Uh, you know, we get invited, or we we're starting to be invited to a lot of more. You know, these local comps, and you know, last week, you know, this the, yesterday we were up there with but with Brand. And then for his comp, you know, next month we're going to New Orleans uh, for Matt's, you know, comp battle on the Bayou. Yes, um, I'll be I'll be going there as well. We're, 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 oh, fantastic! Yeah, and then we're, we're already, and we've already been, you know, asked, uh, you know, for the first of the year, you know, uh, Epp and you know Limit Breakers, you know, Ellison, Mister Ellison's reached out to us, and we're going to be helping him with his stuff, you know, his comps and. Um. So that, it makes me it makes me very happy and excited uh when people reach out like that because it makes makes me feel like we're doing at least doing something right you know yeah for sure um i'm looking forward to um going to new orleans next month that was that was the first comp i'd ever done so and i told i told matt was like look i know i told you i'd be there but i'm not going to compete because i thought i was going to mississippi strongest man to get my ass kicked by you so i wasn't going to compete (laughs) (laughs) But I told him I would be there and help him out. You know, it's like I'm not saying I'm gonna I'll be a judge or anything, if, even if I'm just throwing plates around. But I told him I'd go help, just because Matt Farino is is a wonderful, wonderful person, and um, I would uh, I, I would gladly go go help him out with whatever he needed. Yeah, Matt's a Matt's a great guy. I'm I'm, I'm glad we got hooked up with him. Um, he's at the, he travels around. You know, spends a lot of his time helping a lot of people behind the scenes and. Uh, you know, one guy that probably does not get recognized enough in the sport of strongman. He does a lot for these competitions. Yeah, he's uh he's very much. I mean, he was at uh, he was at Fox and Alabama, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought so. Uh, matter of fact, he was just you know he was he was there yesterday at, at Spivey's comp helping out. He was he had just got back prior to that from World Strength Games. He was down there helping World Strength Games. Um. And he'll be at OSG in December as well. What a guy, man. <laughs> what a guy. So speaking of yeah. um, competitions and things like that, what, would you ever 
consider being a uh, promoter and hosting your own kind of competition? Would you ever think about that, or is there just too much going on around here now? You know, it, it, uh, we have thought about it. You know, uh, I don't know if I'd jump in. and Damien and I, you know, Damien, you know, if people know Damien, they usually know me, and if they know me, they know Damien because we're usually in the world of strongman. We're, we're, we're hand in hand there, uh, and that's just the way it's been for a long time. Yes. Um, we have talked about it. Um, we would love to do something at the battleship. Oh yeah. Um, that the would be ideal awesome. situation we've talked about would be to, you know, to be to actually have it on the battleship. And I don't know if even, if that's even possible or how that would even work, but at, at the very least have it out there, you know, in the area around the battleship, you know, with the battleship in the background, the airplanes, you know, all that stuff out there and have a, you know, have a, have a, have a competition out there at the battleship. That'd like be awesome. Said, like we mentioned earlier, you know, there's a lot of people putting on comps right now and, and finding the, the right time to do that with the weather would be in, being right for being an outside comp is, um, a little difficult right now. So we'll have to, we'll have to look into it, plan it out because I'll be damned if I'm doing what Slater does and having it in August. No, I was going to suggest we have it in January. <laughs> yeah, it would, I can guarantee you if, if I'm involved in it, it is not going to be in the summer. No, yeah, no, screw that shit. Screw that. That's one of the, one of the things I'm going to poke his brain about to next week when he comes in here. Yeah. Um, why, why are you a psychopath? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think everybody that does strong man is a little is a little off. It's you know somewhere. You're probably right. There, you're probably right. So I'm gonna ask him still, but I I know what the answer is. He already told me. I just wanna I just want everybody to put it out there. I just want him to put it out there for everybody. That's right. Yeah, so. officially, yeah, officially put it out there. Get it on record. Yeah, we're gonna it'll be out there for the world to see. Dozens of people are gonna listen to that episode. <laughs> dozens and dozens of people. Dozens and dozens of people. Um, yeah, 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 Josh. Uh, we're, we we have talked about it. We are talking about it, and, and hopefully, in the near future, we can we can put something together and, and host a comp. Well, I don't know um, who you would have to talk to or what it would take to do a comp on the battleship, but I would be so down to do that. That would be super cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what we can make happen. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna definitely dig into it some more. So, other than Tyler's pro am, um, does does Jake just not want to have comps at at amp, or is it just doesn't come up? He's he is totally uh, willing to have strongman competitions at amp. Um, we hosted uh, the Max out there, you know, one year. Um, Tyler hosted his program there. So Jake is, he has no issues with us using the facilities to, you know, to promote and host a comp. Uh, Jake himself is not a strong man or really, I'm not going to say he's not interested in it, but he's, his background is not in that. So he's, he himself really don't know what is involved in doing that. But he does, he does host, um, competitions at the gym uh, more for the olympic lifting and powerlifting side well i tell you if jake ever decided he wanted to step into strongman whoo 
I don't want to be in his class. Yeah, we <laughs> we we've tried to talk him into it, but uh, unfortunately, like like the rest of us, he's getting a little older and he's battling some injuries right now too. So, yeah. Hmm. So you have you've walked around at um at OSG. Have you been to Giants Live, or was I mistaken on that? I have not been to Giants Live. Okay, I apologize for that. I thought you had. Um. But you've been, you have been, but maybe that's what I thought it was. You've been to OSG and Giants Live, but you've been to OSG twice. So maybe that's why I got confused. That's right. Um, what's it like walking around competing against Big Z? Oh, man. I don't know how many people's, you know, I, I don't have a, a huge uh, social media following, but uh, I do have some stuff out there from OSG where, you know, I was, it was, it was very surreal, right? It was, you, you know, you watch the guy on TV for years, you know, four-time, you know, world's strongest man winner, you know, eight, nine-time Arnold Classic champion. He's got, uh, you know, a, an entire room in his house with nothing but, you know, trophies and awards and multiple world records. And, you know, so it was very surreal. So uh, super nice guy. Super, super nice guy to, to be around and talk to. Uh, he very, you can, if you're around him for any period of time at a competition, you can see why he has been the best and why everybody calls him the GOAT. So a quick little little funny story about, about our run-in with Big Z. So we got there and you go and weigh in and get your, you know, your yoke heist and all that stuff prior, right? So we, we walk into the venue. Uh, we get checked in, we go way in, we get all of our gear. They're like, okay, go over here and get your yoke eyes. And that was the year we did the the car yoke walk. Yes. So we walk over to the car and Big Z sitting there and he's getting ready to get his yoke height. So, you know, we walk in the door and we don't have any gear with us. We're in, you know, tennis shoes and, you know, khaki shorts and, you know, whatever we whatever we wore there. And, you know, we're walking over to get our yoke height and Big Z is sitting there and he has got his knee sleeves on, his elbow sleeves on, his belt, his wrist wraps, the shoes he is going to be competing in, you know, the whole nine. He's over there getting completely dressed like he is fixing to walk out and compete in that event. And that is how he gets his, his yoke height. Hmm. Uh, but he, what well, the funny part is, he picks it up, right? He picks it up and he walks with it, you know. And he stops a minute and he's thinking, you know, you know, do I like that? And he picks it up and he walks with it again and sets it down. Anyway, the bastard took the damn thing all the way across the venue and left it right up against the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> and when he when he got out of it, he just walked away. He got undressed. <laughs> So we're, we're sitting there watching this, and I'm like, I look at the people assisting there, you know, helping Lynn out, and I'm like, guys, I, I'm i not moving that damn car back over here. So, so they got to go get their all their equipment and stuff, pick the car up, wheel it all the way back to where it started so everybody else can get their damn yokes. <laughs> Absolutely. But the point was, you know, but the point was for people that are listening, you know, and 
and, and anybody new uh, to Strongman is, and I never even thought about it until I seen him do it. You know, he, he, he geared up exactly like he was going to do the lift just to set his height. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, to me, it's those kind of, those kind of details, you know, the things like that, that if somebody wants to go from good to great, those are the kind of things that to me that will do that. Well, Slater is kind of an example of that also, because doesn't he, doesn't he warm up with everything? Like if he's going to deadlift, he's got, like he warms up with his belts and his sleeves and wraps and all that stuff. Yeah. Am, I, am, am I understanding that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, that's Slater and, and those guys, that's one of the reasons we do Thor does the same thing. Yeah. When he's warm, when he's warming up for a deadlift, he starts at 155 pounds. He has his belt his uh, his figure eights. Everything is just like if he's going to pull, you know, 500 kilos and he's pulling 155 pounds. Something to be said about that, man. They're, they're, uh, absolutely. They're, they're, they are who they are for a reason. So they're take, take note of that people. They are, but you know, I could sit here and talk about OSG for hours. Uh, it's just an amazing, an amazing time. And the cool thing about OSG is that not only do you, if you, if you qualify and get to compete, you know, competing against all those, those guys you've watched on TV, you know, big Z, you know, I got to warm up and, and run yoke with big Z, you know, behind, you know, in the warm up area before, before doing that event. And it was just amazing to sit back there and talk to those guys, pick their brains. Uh, and just, just the stories those guys can tell, you know, uh, oh, you know yeah. him and Jerry Pritchett and, um, you know, Jerry Terry Hollins. Yeah. Jerry know, seems Nick like a Rods, really cool guy. Those guys are. It's hard to interrupt you. Just so an you've... amazing time. But the cool thing about OSG is, is that in years past, it was this way. I'd heard it maybe change it a little bit, but if you paid to get into the venue to watch the show, you could go down and, and mingle with the athletes and actually get to meet those guys too. It's not like, you know, world's strongest man where you got to buy a VIP ticket and, you know, you can only see them at this time or that time. To me, that's what makes OSG special. And it's so cool because you can, you can see those guys and actually go down to the floor and talk to them and they're not roped off or, or hidden from the, you know, from the crowd and the fans. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. It is. It's very cool. I would, I would cool. love to go to OSG and just not, maybe not compete. That would, that would be a dream come true if I ever got to compete at OSG. But uh, yep. I would love to just go see that just once or twice. That would be, that, that would be awesome. It's an amazing time, man. It's an amazing time. Do they hold it in the same spot every year? They do not. Um, so 19 and 21, we did it in Daytona, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was in Daytona last year as well. This year, he moved it to Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, wow. What a, what a shift. <laughs> yeah. So they are uh, apparently Charleston, from what I understand, Charleston up there is uh, very, very excited to have Lynn coming in and hosting this. 
they are they are treating him like royalty, and uh, they're 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 really excited. And uh, apparently, the venue is amazing. Uh, Lynn Lynn put some stuff out there about the venue and kind of some pictures of it. And, uh, looks like it's going to be an awesome time up there. So I'm, I'm jealous. I'm not going back this year, but uh, excited for those guys being able to go and compete. Yeah, we got a hoop for our boy going to uh, going to defend his title. Absolutely, yeah. Tyler's going to be back. Uh, you know, a bunch of a bunch of my masters guys are going. You know, my fifty plus guys, my masters guys. You know, all those guys are going back. A lot of the a lot of the same guys are going back to compete this year, and uh, you know, be be. Watching and pulling for them for sure. Yeah, um, Terry Holland's just he uh, he's back in the he's back in the game, isn't he? Terry. Yeah, didn't he? I know he did bodybuilding for a little bit. Didn't he just come back to strongman not long ago? Josh, man, I have no idea, brother. I haven't seen I haven't seen where Terry came back to strongman since he retired. Mm. I know he was doing his bodybuilding and and. Uh, you know, he looked like he had some, you know, men's clothing apparel uh, commercials and stuff going on out there. But uh, uh, I, if he is back in strong man, I have not heard. Um, I, if he is, that's great. Uh, I do know Thor made an announcement that he was coming back, though. So I saw that. Um, yep. Maybe yeah, I'm which just. I think I think's a good thing. Maybe. Maybe I misspoke. He was, it was, um, I think it was an interview he did with Brian Shaw uh, on his podcast. Um, Maybe he came back to do one comp, or maybe it was like the like World Strongest Nation. Maybe is that maybe that's what he did or something like that. I don't know for sure. I thought I'd seen him something that he had uh, he had come back to Strongman. Let me. I'm gonna look him up real quick. See if I can find that. Yeah. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying he hadn't, brother. I just, if he did, I have not seen him. Uh, well, he looks solid for sure. Uh, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a he's a large man. He's a large man. We we competed with Terry. We competed with Terry at nineteen and nineteen at OSG. Hmm. He seems like a uh, pretty down to earth, pretty awesome guy too. So. I would, I mean, I'd love to go there and meet these guys. Guy. Um, what about Mark Felix? Yeah, was he, he there? He was really cool. Mark was there. Yeah, Mark, Mark, uh, Mark, absolutely obliterated me in the farmers' carry that year. Oh, there's nobody that's ever going to yeah, beat we him were, on a grip. On a grip, there's nobody. No, it was, it was ridiculous. We had, uh, it was 315 pounds a hand. It was 50 foot down with a turn and back. And Damn. you know we we take off and if you if you go back on YouTube you can actually watch the 2019 OSG on 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 YouTube and uh, if you if you fast forward into the farmers race where me and Felix are there I actually went against Felix and two other guys in the in the in the in the heat <laughs> but you hear the you know the judge blow his whistle like okay athlete ready go and blows the whistle and we all pick it up <laughs> and Mark. So by the time I get down to the turn, Mark has already finished the damn farmer's run. Damn. So I think he I think he did that. 315 a hand with a turn, 50 foot back with a turn. He did it in like 13 seconds. Jesus Christ. 
Oh, yeah. it was unbelievable. I almost stopped and put mine down just to watch him. <laughs> so that man was full of boot scooting boogie on that one. Uh, that Mark Felix is no joke. He just uh, him and him and Brian Shaw just just announced their retirement from. Uh, of course, Mark. He said he only he was retiring from World's Strongest Man, correct? Because I think he just competed that's, again. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was retiring just. He was retiring from World's Strongest Man competition, but uh, he's still he's doing OSG this year in the fifty plus. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, he, that'd be a good show to watch. Then. Oh man! In the fifty plus class at OSG this year is going to be. It's going to be phenomenal to watch those, you know, just the fact the guys are over 50 and still doing this, but to be doing this at the level they're still competing at is, is amazing to me. So I can only hope, uh, in the next, you know, five years when I get to 50, that I'm still doing this. How many years difference is there between you and big Z? So I think there's three, I think, no, let's see two, two or three years. Hmm. Two or three years. I think, let's say I'm 44, going to be 45 this year or next year. No, I think Z is, I want to say he's 40, maybe four years. I want to say he's 48. Hmm. For those that don't know. He's a few years older than I am. For those that don't know uh, who we're talking about when we say Big Z, his name is Zadrunas Saviscus. He is from Lithuania. And... He is arguably the strongest man that has ever lived and his background and his, um, his, uh, reputation and his accomplishments would very much back that claim up. <clears throat> he is uh, no joke. Does he still have the, uh, I think he still has wow, the, he? the log record, I believe, which is over 500. Uh, so, that, that you know that uh, I personally still think he holds the log record because I don't think Iron Bibby locked it out. Uh, I agree. That was not a lockout in my opinion. I don't. I don't think he he had control of it and and had it locked out. Uh, but the judge gave him the down call. So currently, I think Iron Bibby actually holds the new log record. Now, uh, hell, he wasn't even standing still. Uh, I know it, it uh. is. That is, we we could sit here and debate that all night as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I I support your claim that Iron Bibby should not have that record. I don't think he should have that record either. Um, because his elbows weren't even locked out all the way, and he wasn't even standing still, and he got the down call. I, I don't I don't agree yeah, with that. Yeah, you know, it, it is. Yep. Yeah, if you go back and watch the video, it is it is definitely up for de, for heated debate, and and was there for a little while. Well, our little sofa podcast isn't going to get that debate kicked back off, I don't think. But if it does, just know that I am <laughs> I am on the side that says that he did not lock it out. He does not have that record. Much like yeah, I, I don't. Would, that's where I would be. I don't think that Thor's deadlift is, should be an official world record because it wasn't in the competition. Yep. Another another good good topic of discussion. I. Uh, if you want to say an unofficial world record or something like that, fine. And not saying, not taking anything away from him because I can't fucking deadlift 501 kg. I know I can't. 
Um, and honestly, looking at the watching the video of him doing it, I think he could have done it again. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that should be a world record. You know, Eddie did it at the World Deadlift Championship. He did it at um he did it at Giants Live which was him which was the lead up to World's Strongest Man that year. And I I think he still got it in my opinion cuz he did it in a competition. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had mixed emotions on that one, but uh you know, I just at your at your home gym you know, even though they had everything videoed and, and weighed everything, I don't I don't doubt for one second that that was 501 kilos. Um, but being able to, you know, it's, it's just you lifting. There's no, you know, things that can happen that can happen at a comp to, you know. So it, it, it's it's definitely debatable. I, you know, I don't know. I still have mixed emotions on that. I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I, I agree. And well, it's not, and it's not just Thor. I mean, there were so many of those at-home world records that went on during COVID. I don't think any of them count. Yeah, my just my opinion. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, and I, I, I'm not disagreeing at all. It, uh, you know, anybody that has competed knows that there are certain things in a comp. You know, your rest times are not, you know, equal. Uh, things can happen, you know, things can speed up, slow down, you know, there's all kinds of things that can go on in a competition that can, that can alter your, your lifts and, uh, there in, in your home gym, when it's just you by yourself, you know, you've got time rest periods, everything's, everything's going just as planned. And yeah, so yeah, I can definitely see where people would have some, some heartburn over that for sure. Yeah. And that's the only thing you had to do that day was warm up to that. And then that was it. There was nothing right. else, but that's you know, right. Yep. No other events, but whatever, you know, it's not, it's not like I'm saying I'm going to deadlift five Oh two and in the garage because it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not breaking any, any of those records. So, <laughs> um, speaking of records, have you held any records like state or, national or any kind of records like that i i have not um you know to be to be honest with everybody i you know i've never i'm just i guess i'm just thrilled to have done what i've been able to do uh and compete where i've competed in this sport because I, like i said i've i never in a million years thought thought i would be able to do any any of what i've done i've been able to do in this sport so uh, I've never even, I've never even thought about going for any records. Um, I kind of wish I would have jumped into the comp this yesterday, you know, Spivey's comp, and, and went for the uh, Masters, you know, state log record. I didn't even I, those kind of things. I just don't look for those kind of things when I'm when I'm doing comps or signing up or, uh, you know, quite honestly, those those just don't cross my mind. Um, I never think about them until somebody says something. Well, there's nothing wrong with being humble, sir. So there's that's a good way to be. Yeah. So the uh, Masters, uh, State of Alabama Masters log records, uh, like uh, 275 or 280, something like that. Who holds that right now? So if I, oh, man, you got me there. I can't even remember the guy's name. Hmm. 
I cannot remember his name for the life to look it up, Josh. But uh, we had we had a few masters trying to go for that yesterday. Nobody nobody got there. But um, if that record still stands, you know, and, and another comp that comes up, I may I may look into trying to to hold that one for a little while. Hey, there you go. Um, uh, Damien still has the silver dollar deadlift, correct? As far as I know, he does. And did he also have the? Uh, did he have an actual? Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, not actual. Uh, actual no, the press. No. The record. Yeah. I, I thought don't he think so. No, I think the uh, the silver dollar was the only one he actually held. Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll ask him for uh, sure because him and because he and Slater, he and Slater at, at the same comp in, in Texas. Damien got the Masters and Slater got the, uh, I think the two thirty one at the time, silver dollar deadlift record. Oh, so that's a national record. Yes. Oh, I thought it was a state record. That's even cooler. No, it was a national record. Nice. <clears throat> okay. Um so outside of strongman, dude, what is what do you do? What what takes up your time? Oh man, between you know, getting up and going to work and you know, with what I do, the the hours are pretty much set, but you know, things can happen in a chemical plant that can definitely be weird hours sometimes. So between you know, between that and uh you know, leaving work, going to train, you know, getting my training in is, you know, as, as all of us know that, that do this sport, you know, training can be, you know, two hours, two and a half, three hours sometimes, you know, depending on what we're doing. And so that takes up a good chunk of my afternoons. And then, uh, you know, then just coming home, hanging out with the family and, and uh, just hanging out here. Yeah. I, don't, I don't live a very exciting life. I don't. If everybody was, <laughs> you just you know, uh, work, work, training, and family. That uh, that pretty much sums it up. That's good enough for me, though. Um, I I'd say that's a, I'd say you're on to something there. Uh, you just took uh, just dropped McKenna off at college, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I've got I've got three kids. You know, my oldest, uh, my boy is a, uh, he's fixing to be a senior at the University of Mobile. Uh, so he's he's hopefully fixing to, to finish up his his college career and move on to the real world. Um, my daughter McKenna, everybody, most everybody that knows me knows McKenna because she's into the lifting. She she really enjoys the strongman world too. So I'm sure a lot of people have seen her at competitions and and with me and hanging out. And uh, she's uh, she's a sophomore at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. So she she's pre med. She's gonna be a she wants to be a doctor. So which is good because I'm gonna need one sooner than later. <laughs> so uh, and then you know my youngest, uh, you know we've got I've got a middle schooler, you know, Breeze Breeze twelve. So hmm. but yeah, between between all them and you know Christina and you know hanging out with the kids and hanging out here at the house that, and training and work, man that. That fills up. Uh, that's a full day. That's a full day. You're right about that. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, McKenna was uh, 
McKinnon was out at Alabama. She was a, a timekeeper that day, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was helping out, man. She she, she drove down to the to the comp yesterday and hung out for a little while, and she she really really enjoys it, man. So. Cool beans, that's good. Yeah, you can you can definitely tell you can definitely tell McKenna because she looks just like her dad. Like she is a photo <laughs> copy of Chris Stewart. Well, don't tell her that. Lord have mercy, God help her. <laughs> well, the eight-time most beautiful man. I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a that's that that in itself is a title that I would be honored to have my dad have. So yeah. I was wondering yeah, when yeah, we would get to make that. Make sure that's a topic of discussion when you talk to Andrew because he started that shit. Oh, no, 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 no. We got the man himself on the show. I want to hear where that started from Chris Stewart's perspective because I, I need to know this story. Some claims have been made that there might <laughs> have been gonna... some voting rigging going on. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you may have had someone so, voting for you more let me, than once. Let me, let me see if I can if I can remember here with well enough details to uh, I'm trying to think back and remember how it even got started. Uh, Andrew, you know, Kratos, our buddy Andrew, kicked that off at some point in the past. I don't even remember when it even started now because I didn't really think anything of it at the time. He was like, you know, I posted a video of training or, or something and uh, tagged him in, of course, like I always do uh, because, you know, he's a great guy, has done a lot. For us, uh, you know, small nobodies in the sport of strongman. Indeed. Uh, so uh, I posted something, tagged Andrew in it, and uh, you know he reposted it like he always does. You know, with some with some cool ass, smart ass comment. You know, like he always does. <laughs> and uh, you know, in one of them, he put you know eight time Alabama's most beautiful man, and. Uh, Really didn't think anything of it, you know, laughed it off and just Andrew being Andrew. And uh, he started doing it, you know, with every post. And uh, it just kind of, it just kind of took off. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think a while back, Daniel Tate or, or somebody actually put a post on Instagram, a, a poll, right, that listed uh, that listed a bunch of, a strong man in, in the state of Alabama and actually had a vote on it. You know, hmm. Instagram poll, Instagram voting, you know, people went out there and voted on social media. And, uh, and I actually came out on top of that poll. So, you know, from that point on, I just owned it. I mean, if the people are going to vote on it, you know, there must be some, you know, there must be some truth there. So, you know, hell, I just <laughs> owned it from there and, uh, <laughs> you know, ran with it. I uh, I did not see this poll, unfortunately. I uh, I missed out on that. <laughs> I missed out on I've that. I've had some. I've had some. I've had some people, uh, Mister Godbold, and uh, a few other people in the state of Alabama want, wanting to want to do another one and have a recount. So we we may we may have to do that. We may have to do that. Uh, I agree. Um. <laughs> I don't remember who said it may have been Fox. <clears throat> it might've been Fox that brought it up and said there was a voting that happened, but it was rigged. So we had to revote. <laughs> Hell, you know, I said it was Daniel. Hell, it may have been, it may have been Josh that started that poll. I, it was one of the, it was one of those two. 
My, if if I would I would believe it if either one of them told me, but being those two being who they are, so if if Daniel called me and said, "Hey, I'm doing a poll to see who the best looking man in Alabama strong is," okay, <laughs> yeah, oh, all yeah. right, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to talk about that. We're we're and Andrew's. I'm, I'm definitely going to bring it up with Andrew for sure. He. um he yeah. is currently scheduled to come in in December, but we may bump that up just a little bit because of uh, somebody that I've I've expressed interest to and in being on the show that said they would, and now they're leaving me on red. So, oh, okay, yep. Well, if there's any, I don't know who that person is, and uh, but if there's any, if I can help, just let me know. No, we're we're we we we. God damn it! See, oddly enough, I don't know who that person is. I'll tell you because I'm not going to slam the person. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call them out on the show and that's, that's, all that right, shit. Right. We're not that's doing fine. all that. I'm not asking you to. I, just, I didn't know that was a thing right now. Well, this happened uh, yesterday, so and I wasn't. I wasn't around you much yesterday. So you weren't. So there's that. Yeah. Well, if there's any anything I could do, maybe uh, maybe give that person a push to uh, to get them on. If you want them on there, just let me know. Okay. Well, I'll. Uh, I'll tell you who it is after after we uh, after we shut the mics down, but sure I, this okay. this person did just break a world record, which which is why I wanted them to come on the show. But uh, if it doesn't happen, okay. it is All what right. it is. It will be what it will be. Okay, <clears throat> gotcha. I think I may know who we're talking about, and I think I can probably help. Okay, well we'll confirm that uh, in just a little while. So Great. I uh Jake, you over are you okay, buddy? I was trying to find I've been trying to find the uh the record for um the log press that y'all were talking about earlier. Oh the Alba the, yeah, the Alabama the Masters uh, state of Alabama. Yeah, yes, sir. I and I've so been trying to, be to find it. On, uh so it should be a strongman court record. Yes, sir. I believe I believe Dion holds all those. I think I think you can find them on Strongman Corporation somewhere. Um, it wasn't. It didn't pull up. I think the most recent one, because what I found it said uh, Max Jones did a three fifty five log press, and that's the only thing I see that anyone is on this particular listing. Is just Max uh, Max Jones at three fifty five. Yeah, he did that at the at the max out. But that's not a master's record, though, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, okay. so that was the only one I was able to find. That's on the Strongman Court uh, website. Hmm. So, yeah, most of the guys yeah. y'all been talking about, I've been trying yeah, to. I, I haven't been out there and looked either, fellas. It uh, that was just what the number I was. That's the number Brandon had yesterday uh, when we were going through the comps. So. Yeah, I've just been trying to find some information on the guys that y'all were talking about because I have no knowledge of these people. So that's all I've been trying to do is uh, learn who they are. And on some of the photos that I've seen, uh, these are very large human beings that uh, it looks like they would need to have French doors to enter a building. Those always help. I I love a place that has French doors. Yeah. So, <laughs> so speaking of like big humans that I know, you know, John Bass, the 
Josh and I always talk about him. Uh, anytime he comes over to the house, he's like, hey, man, can you not stand in front of my fridge and hide it? That'd be real cool right now. <laughs> and then John is, is a large individual. Yes, sir, he is. And then when people ask me about, you know, people that I know that do competitions like that or just training in general, I always bring up John Bass and like, well, describe him to me. So, OK, cool. So here's the thing. You see your door over there, the singular door? You should double that, and he may still turn sideways to fit in. So, so yeah, that uh, that's the way that I explain no doubt. to people how that goes. What in the world did you look? What did you find over there, sir? He's showing me food. I'm looking. I didn't know that, um, that you could see the... They had the results of events on here. Uh, I just got reminded that I finished sixth at Alabama. Uh, <clears throat> but whatever, you know, whatever. It's all right. I had fun. It was good. Congrats to Andrew Santos, who came in first. I've lost my place. I don't know where on Strongman Court to find it. It'd be real cool if our producer was here. That'd be awesome. I mean, we did fire him a while back. We didn't fire him for real, though, did we? You said it like 10 minutes straight. And I didn't know. I didn't say that. I said I didn't know you fired our producer and hired Josh Fox because Fox was our producer the day the Tates were here. We also didn't know that Fox was coming that day. What which worked out to be it worked out wonderful. fantastically. It was a wonderful <laughs> show. Such a good show. The wedding pants were brought up again. <laughs> of course the- they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So what was your point of view oh, uh, God. You know, about the I, wedding you know, pants? I hate to say it, but I think that's gonna be a that's gonna be a topic that's brought up periodically for years to come. Yeah. Probably. I'm okay with this. Let's bring it up now. So, <laughs> what was your point of view whenever they were like, hey, you need to put these pants on? Because I only, I only got to see pictures of it. And even I'm kind of like, huh, wow, man, they did not think that one through. Well, no. No. <laughs> so, Chris was behind me. So, it was, it was the best band. It was me. And then it was Chris in the lineup. Yep. And every time I'd turn around, Chris would put his hand on my shoulder and say, don't fucking turn around. Like, no, I, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't even look at me with that thing. Don't, don't walk behind me either. <laughs> May have to put a warning sign on there. I just, all day, all day. It was. This was it was. It was, a, it, was a, it was a fun It was a fun day. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say somebody's grandma was like, I bet you're happy to be out of those or oh, something yeah. like that. She, like lady come up to me, tap me on the shoulder, says, who I bet you feel better. <laughs> and Fox, you remember he Fox? He was happy to be out of them, but a lot of, the, <laughs> a lot of the ladies there were not happy to him to be out of them. You know, you'd be surprised. I didn't hear nothing from none of them. <laughs> well, you know. Well, yeah, you, you're not just going to go to a wedding and have some some lady just walk up to you. Hey, how you doing? That just happens to be there with her fella. Well, I I don't know. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I mean, it, it might be a John boat, but sure. <laughs> yeah, the fox said that was the uh, that was the host of the venue that told me that. Oh, 
Nice. The old lady that came up and said, I bet you feel better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this isn't weird at all. <laughs> that was fun. I wish so bad we could have got that audio from the altar. <clears throat> oh, that would have been great. God, that would have been so funny. Oh, man. I mean, you could definitely go over some of the things that was said when y'all were up there. <laughs> I could. But that I think I'm going to save that for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that yeah. That was yeah. That's but, a tough conversation for another day. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's that's understandable. It was fun. It was fucking funny though. <laughs> it was. It was funny. <sighs> well, I do wish that I could have just been there, but obviously. I did not know anybody in that stature at the time. Well, if Josh and Sky get married again, I'm sure you'll be invited. That'd be real cool. Be able to do a uh, what do they call it renewal vow renewal vow renewal. Yeah, there you go. I'm so proud of you. You Yeah, mess that one up. (laughs) I'm not wearing those pants again. Why not? Those pants have been retired. (laughs) Oh. That sounds like quitter talk. It is quitter talk. Because <laughs> I've gained weight since well, man, then. Can you imagine can You imagine what they look like if, if you got to heavyweight status? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? I don't even know if I can get in them then. Those are middleweight pants. Hmm. That's <laughs> the point. Maybe you should just cut them off the jorts. I, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I no. could probably squat in them real easy just because of how tight they are, but no. Twitter <laughs> mm. <laughs> talk. It, yeah, you call me a bitch on this one. I, that was a one-time deal. Well, is there, uh, is there any competitions that you're looking forward to uh, coming up at the, at the rest of this year, maybe at the start of next, that... um. You haven't already talked about Josh. Uh, Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I am, uh, I am done competing this year. Yeah. I didn't know if, if you decided to change your mind or not. Oh no, 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 no. As much as my coach chastises me, um, and I don't want him to be right, so I'm done for the year. <laughs> Uh, what about yeah. you, Chris? Uh, say- upset about taking taking some time off and regrouping. Yeah, I'm not upset about being done for the year. Four comps in eight months. That was enough. I'm guessing that's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you're unless you're Pinkerton. No, we no. Pink's Pink's a different breed. Eight months. Yeah, he did twelve competitions in eight months, and he podiumed it. <laughs> Uh, didn't he? Didn't he podium in eight of those twelve competitions? Eight of the twelve. Yeah. yeah, that that is that is a different kind of human right there. <laughs> hmm. I want to get him on the show. I thought about asking him, but I don't know. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Why not? That, that would be interesting. It would be interesting. I don't think any of us would get a word in edgewise. Uh, is that a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. I'm not talking bad about Pinkerton. If if, if anybody knows, I don't know, no, no, no Pinkerton very well. 
Okay. I've met him. And when I met him, I shook his hand and said, Hey man, I'm Josh. And then I talked to, I talked to him again about 14 minutes later because he was explaining to me how a 700 pound deadlift is 700 pounds. Uh, <laughs> that sounds right. And I was just like, I don't know what, what, what I said, hi, my name is Josh. And he said, well, 700 pounds is 700 pounds. And I was like, uh-huh. it sure is. <laughs> if he's a, he's a great guy, but you know, his his mind is it, it's like a steel trap, dude. Once once it's on a topic, it's there and it's and it's it's he, gone for he a while. Absolutely loves the sport of strong. I mean, we I love the sport of strong man. He loves the sport of strong man. He is eat up with it. He lives it. Yes. He breathes it. He eats it. Yes. Josh Pinkerton. Yes. If you are looking for someone to be a steward of your sport, Josh Pinkerton is your guy because that guy is immersed in the sport. That's a good thing, though. Oh yeah, he is. I mean, he's a he's an interesting yeah. guy. <laughs> I love him. He's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Chris knows Pinkerton a lot better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is why he's uh, laughing. Yeah, I mean, you're over here hyping him up. Yeah, this Chris is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Well, like I said, it's <laughs> <laughs> my my exposure to Josh Pinkerton is limited, <clears throat> as it should be. <laughs> so. You're going to you said you're going to Matt's next month. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Are you are yep. you done we'll traveling judging for the year after that? I, I think that is our last one for the year. I, I don't think I've got anything on the books for November or December, uh, other than getting ready for the holidays and, and hanging with the family. Uh you know, taking taking a little bit of time off, resting, you know. So I think I think Matt's contest is our last one that we've got on the books for judging this year. Yes, very cool, very cool. I need to reach out to him and get him on the show too. He's such a wonderful human. Just just having oh that'd be to, awesome. Just have an idea from one of the earlier topics about the judging things. Say that you know your last two months of the year, no one's doing competitions, right? Everybody's kind of stops because obviously it's the holidays. Would that be a good time for getting a group of people together to actually come up with, say, the next year's judging requirements and criteria? Would that be something that could that could be worthwhile doing? Are you asking me or Chris? Both. Okay. Well, let's let Chris go first on that one. Yeah, I, I think it. Uh, as far as you talking about getting a group together to come up with. Uh, judging criteria for, for all the comps going on next year. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you could pull the group together, I don't know. I think it could be done for the comps that we are involved in as far as getting something out for, for, you know, the world of strong man. I don't, I don't know if so, nothing could be done that, that quickly. That's going to take uh a lot of people and a lot of cooperation. I personally don't think anything will ever some kind of standardized judging in the world of strongman. I don't, 
I personally don't think anything will ever happen as far as that goes. I just think it's going to be too large of an endeavor and not enough people really give a shit in my opinion. Mm, probably right. Uh, they want to, they want to bitch about it and complain about judging, but they don't want to do anything about it. Right. So, well, the reason um, I was asking is, you know, if you get a small group together, say you get like, we'll say 10 guys from Florida, 10 guys from Alabama, 10 guys from Mississippi, Louisiana, Tennessee, Georgia, like our little region. Right. If you get 10 of them together sure. in an area and say, Hey, we're going to be the first 10 people for each state. And then also you'll have 50 guys for this region. Like that's kind of a good start. And then as that knowledge gets put out there, it's like, Oh, these, this particular region is now starting to take the time to get like a, not necessarily a standardized way of judging, but just a better understanding of how to explain to competitions that we're going to have guys coming in and these guys know the criteria and they're going to start sharing that with the competitors and get that knowledge out there. Kind of, that's kind of my thought process behind it. <clears throat> so that's why I was yeah. asking you if, if maybe that would be something worthwhile trying while in the slower um, months of the, of the year. Um, <clears throat> Pardon me. I apologize. What I would say to that is instead of having this group of 50, which sounds great, it does say, it doesn't sound like a bad idea, but that would be that would be on the more difficult side to gather, I think. Um, so let's take a step back from that and let's say that the state chair from both federations go to this little powwow. Okay. So you've got the state chair in Louisiana would you say Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, so okay, so you've got the state chair from USS and Strongman Corps that come to this little powwow. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think because I've been kind of kicking it around here since we've been talking about it, um, Chris and Daniel Tate, and there's been others that are working on like a. I don't know if you would say call it a, a would you call it a rule book or anything or would it just be kind of like a guideline that y'all have been uh, working yeah, on. Yeah, to me it's more of a guideline, you know, just a you know criteria. Uh, how it started was just criteria for let's say a log lift. You know, here here's how you the good you know criteria to follow when you're judging a log lift. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that that is a fantastic idea. I think that that would be very beneficial to those that give a shit in the sport of strongman. Um, and I would say, and I, the more I thought about it, not just cause it's my idea, but the more I thought about it, the more I like the idea of having like a certificate of completion that you had to take to a promoter to show that like, Hey, I took the initiative. I did. I, I spent my time working on this and I'm here to be a fair, unbiased judge for your competition. I think that would be something that maybe, maybe there's maybe there's somebody that can make that better. I'm sure there's somebody that can make that better. Yeah. I'm not saying that that'd be the way to go. I think that that should definitely be in the conversation though of having something that said, I am aware of what you are asking me to do. My opinion. Yeah. 
I, I think it'd be great. I really do. I'd be I'd be all for it, and uh, and I'm in to help any way I can. You know, the the problem is, you know, is how many. Uh, let's say just state state of Alabama. You know, you got me, you got Damian. You know, Slater's you know the state chair. You know, I don't know how many other people. You know, state of Alabama. You know, judging or whatever. But let's say there are five or ten of us. You know, you know where are they located in the state? You know, if I've got a competition that's up in in Huntsville. You know, am I gonna? They gonna? Are they gonna? You know, compensate me to go to Huntsville? I mean, I can't. I don't have any problem traveling every weekend to judge competitions, but I can't go all over the place if that were the case to judge without some financial help. I can't financially cover that in my own right. So how? You know, then you got to think about that aspect of it. You know, if I got to bring a judge in from from four hours, five, six hours away to judge my comp because he's certified. I mean, how many local comps financially can, can afford to compensate or help with that? I, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to, yeah, to contemplate and think about. That. That's a great point. It is. It's a great point for sure. You know, that- so, I mean, you know, your national, your national levels and things like that. Yeah, they can probably swing that. Uh, you know, at least uh, at least a hotel room or you know something like that. You know, take uh, take Ralph Avalon for example. You know, World Strength Games, uh, Ragnarok Games. He probably treated his volunteers and judges the best of any competition I've ever seen. I've heard so you many know, he, people he talk them, about him that way. He brought them in. Yeah, it was phenomenal. He brought them in, gave them a visa, you know, card, a hundred fifty dollar card for food while they were there. Uh, put them up in a hotel room, uh, just, you know, treated them phenomenally. Uh, but he financially, he could do that, right? I mean, you know, th- this weekend we drove up, you know, to help Brandon with his comp, which is fantastic. I don't mind doing it at all. I love it. I absolutely love it. But I can't do that every weekend with my own finances, right? I just, I just can't do it. Yeah, Watumpka is not close. It is not. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, a two and a half, almost three hour drive for me. Which the traveling, like I said, I don't want anybody to 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 get me wrong or, or mistake what I'm saying because I don't mind the travel. I love judging and I love helping out. But I, you know, depending on how you set up that criteria for judges in the sport, there had to be some thought put into that because the, you know. I'm sure a lot of people in the same boat I am. I'm not financially independent, and they're not either, and they just can't go all over the world judging with no kind of compensation, right? So, Which I wonder, speaking on that, if um, something could be put in the registration, like a uh, like a Cash App or a, or a Venmo or a GoFundMe or Patreon or something like that of help compensate our judges. You know, you register for your comp, you know, you have to pay your registration fee and all that kind of stuff, but like have a link on here is like, hey, I've got this, this, and this judge, or you know, like I need this, this, and this for my judges. Uh, could you help, you know, kick in ever how much? I don't I don't I don't see where that would be a, a problem, honestly. Um yeah. I, because you know, you have judges that come from you know, like uh, let's take Matt Fairno for 
for an example. Um, he came from New Orleans to go to Pensacola and to go to Gulf Shores. And you just went to Wetumpka and um that's you know, gas is three dollars and thirty five cents here in Robertsdale right now. Um, right. <laughs> even if even if all like I, I got like say I started a the promote for a comp that was gonna be in uh the next winter, because I agree that I don't want to do one in the summer. Um yeah. <clears throat> Because like, you're not a psychopath. I'm not a psychopath. Well, I kind of am, but that's a different story. Um, like I would have a link to a cash app or something like that. I was like, hey, help help me sponsor my judges, something like that. And I would divvy that up between yeah. ever how many. And even if it was only like 30 bucks, I look like look, this is all that I got in. And I like I said, I would love to give you more, but uh this you've got 30 bucks, you can do whatever you want with of Snacks on the way home, or you know, a third of a tank of gas, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I think that would be uh, something, something great, Josh. I mean, like you said, it don't, it could be a little bit or a lot, but I mean, at least, at least that shows the volunteers that the promoter are trying to do something to help compensate, you know, their their time and and helping out, and uh, and it's not just the judges. Uh, let me let me state that for the record too. It, it's all the volunteers that help with these comps. Because yes. Without without those people, these comps don't run. So, um, and these people are friends of the promoters, or friends of people that are competing that you know just want to be there and help out. And 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 without without those people, I've been on both sides. I've been a you know competitor and uh, somebody helping load and unload weight at these things and uh i would much rather compete because i was i felt worse after i helped with a comp than i did after i competed so i don't think that's the case for anybody in yeah. alabama it all sucks it doesn't matter where you are <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a lot of work uh helping with those things and and those people you know, don't, don't do not get it. You know, they get a shout out at the end of the competition and, you know, the athletes come up and, and, and thank them, which is great. Um, but they, they do not get enough recognition. So I agree. Um, speaking of, again, talking about Alabama's strongest man, uh, there was a new template that was tried this year of, yep. um, of having groups that ran. And I think that went very, very well. And you have been, you have been a part of that since its inception of of this new thing that we ran this year. Uh, how how did that go in your from your perspective? I think it went great. Uh, I think that uh, I know Slater and and Damian were mostly Slater. He was a little nervous. You know, you you put a you know you put ten of these things on and you run them a certain way, and then you switch it after after ten years, eleven years, and you. You get a little nervous of how it's going to run, but uh, we re- we reassured him that with the crew he had there that it was going to run smoothly, and uh, and I feel like it did. It was uh, for everybody that don't know uh, what it was is you know instead of setting up an event and everybody running through that event and then setting up another event, we set up four events. The first four events, uh, we set every one of those up in the beginning, and what we did is we broke the athletes into groups. And they rotated from event to event throughout the day. 
So we had a group doing, you know, log medley, a group doing the, you know, the carry medley and so on and so forth. And then when that group got done, they just rotated to the next event. Uh, they had the same judge on that event all day. Um, you know, the athletes just rotated wherever they needed to be. And then the last event was stones and then everybody came together to finish up the day, you know, with the stones. So, uh, I felt it went very well. I, I don't know that that's been done at any competition. It hadn't been done in any competition I've been a part of, uh, prior to, to this year at Alabama. So, I think uh, I think Slater and 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 all of us may be on to something, and I think you'll, I think you should see more comps going to this style of rotation uh, in the future because it helps, you know, the comp run smoother in my opinion, uh, faster. You know, the athletes don't have so long in between events to wait. You know, they're not cooling off, having to warm back up. Uh, it was just beneficial all the way around, in my opinion. Uh, and it went went very well, I think. I agree. Um, the first year I was a part of Alabama's Strongest Man, I was out there uh, 2020, I believe. Uh, the year that John Bass won Masters, I believe, was 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Any, anyway, um, I ended up having to leave at 5 o'clock that afternoon, and there were still two events left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know what it was. There was a, also a part of it was Hannah Lindsay was there trying to do a world record. And that was, uh, they, they're, they're uh, and nothing against her, but I think that was, that went on way too long. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, no, nevertheless, she had a fair shot and I'm glad she got her shot. I don't remember. If she got the record. Did she get the record? She did actually. She, That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. Okay. So good for her on that one. Uh, it was a farmer's record, was it not? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, but anyway, it was five o'clock when I left, and it was still going on. And I talked to one of my friends that was there that competed. It was like we didn't leave until almost nine. I was like, ah, fine, man, yeah. screw that shit. But yeah, we were rolling into the last event this year at Alabama at what one o'clock? Yeah, I think we wrapped up with. I mean, the whole comp and awards. I think we were done by like three. Yeah, it was not bad. It was not bad at all. So I uh, I I told Slater personally what I thought of how that went, and I thought it was an excellent way to do it, and I'm glad that I could have been a part of it, and I think it went very well because I was I was concerned myself of how it was going to go because I, I guess I didn't understand fully what was going to happen. Once I saw how it was set up, and how everything was going to run, I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't going to be bad. Um, but yeah, I, I expressed my my praise to Slater about it, and just um, I, I, I agree with you that there's going to be a, a bunch of different competitions that take on the same kind of the same kind of uh, you know format or template, if you will, for their yeah. competitions, which is great though, because that's that's going to get you through everything so much faster. If you can, if you can set it up and get it rolling the right way, if you've got enough hands that can help you do it, because y'all had to do the only two events that y'all had to do weight changes on was the log and the deadlift. Correct. 
Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the the carry and medley, you know, we had to add some chains or, you know, to the Iron Cross, stuff like that. But it was nothing nothing major. And that, and that's another thing that, that Slater and Damien and myself, we've, we've, we've tried to adjust over the years as far as the cotton goes is not only, you know, having events that the athletes want to do because they're exciting and they're cool and they're new, um, you know, and, and, and the format that, that benefits the athletes as far as, you know, getting them through the event quickly and, and uh, without a lot of rest time. Um, but also events and weight changes that benefit the helpers and the judges. Yes. Right. Most time you see a promoter, they throw, they throw their company together because these are the events they want to do. And they have, they, they don't keep in mind their, there are people that are going to be changing weights and they're judges who are going to have to run this. They just, this is what I want to do. This is what we're going to do. But Slater, like I said, you know, an ambassador for the sport, phenomenal strength athlete, but he thinks about those things. You know, Damien thinks about those things. And we think about those things because we've been on both sides. And I think that is a huge benefit to have somebody that's done that being a part of your competition when you're planning and thinking those things out because a lot of people they don't have those people in their corner to run those things by and and and, and quite honestly at the competition it shows yes i agree um so yeah i wanted to that's what another thing i wanted to pick your brain about because i know that you and uh you and damien and slater uh will be sitting down here before too much longer talking about uh asm 12 so yep yeah some of the some of the conversations have already started uh they actually start uh when, when slater talks about it starting uh the day after that that is that is not an exaggeration so there were actually text messages uh, going out on sunday and monday after the competition you know starting to think about you know events you know we text each other about the cool events we think we would want to have next year and ideas for next year and so it, it literally starts you know a day or two after the comp we start messaging and you know start throwing ideas out there and you know getting ready well it shows um it, it definitely shows for sure y'all uh y'all run a tight ship and everything goes well your sponsors are top notch for everything and you know everything is put together very well for for that whole that whole event so I can I can definitely see that the the conversation isn't started like two months before. Oh shit, we got to get yeah, this competition no. put together. No, y'all are <laughs> y'all are on the ball. Well, we we appreciate it, man. Those uh, we uh, you know, we just uh, we just want to see the sport grow and and everybody to have a good time and enjoy themselves, and uh, that's always that's always the goal, you know, week after week. So, so. One final question. <clears throat> okay. The final question. The final question. I have, uh, I have, uh, I have uh, run to the end of my topic list here, and the final question is: How did you become the disappointed dad? Am I the one that gave you that title? <laughs> I was, was, was going to ask yes, how and who. Yeah. I, yes, I am the one that gave him that title. Um, I couldn't remember because of that day that we were at, that I was at AMP, the first time I'd ever came to AMP and done anything. 
<laughs> of any kind of event, anything was that day that he was there. Uh, it was uh, literally the whole crew was there. Um, yeah. Damien was there. Uh, Damien Slater, Tyler, Andrew Lewis. Um, just, I mean, just anybody and every, like just everybody in the state of Alabama, this on the strong crew chat was there. <laughs> so I'm doing a 13 inch deadlift or 18 inch deadlift, excuse me. And I start pulling and I hear everybody, all this positive reinforcement. And I hear this booming voice come from behind me. You going to fucking pull it or what? <laughs> and I, asked, I actually asked Fox after that. I was like, is that guy a prick or is that his form of positive reinforcement? And Fox was like, oh, no, that's that is shining reinforcement coming from him. I was like, all right, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Because <laughs> we need those you know, people. I guess, I guess, you know, I guess it all stems from. You know, it all goes back to Chris Slater, I guess. You know, like I said early on in in the show, it, it, that's where we got started, and and that is that is how Slater treated us when we were training with him. It was, you know, we were if we were hesitant on the lift or hesitant on the pull, he'd be like, "Just pull the fucking weight, you know. Don't <laughs> think about it. Just go, grab it, and pull it." Yeah. And uh, you know that I guess that has carried with me throughout my training, and 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 when. When other people are trying, maybe that's why nobody likes to train with us. <laughs> no, I'm a fan. I, I like the disappointed dad. I want him to say just like he is. I'm saying, do you mind being called the disappointed dad? It don't bother me at all, brother. Uh, that's good because Josh, Josh refers to you as such just about every single time you come up in topic. He's like, disappointed dad. Man, I love that man. I do. I very much do. And I am. I, uh, I I didn't think that I was the one specifically that gave him that name, but I will. I'm going to ride this hard <laughs> now. Yeah, <laughs> just don't yeah. do it in those pants. Congratulations! It 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 it, it all stems from you. Yes, excellent. <laughs> I have made my mark in the sport of strongman. <laughs> there you go. I've got you know. Apparently, I have too. I've gotten all. I've got all kinds of nicknames. I've got more nicknames since I started strongman than I than I did in the. 30 years prior growing up. So, <laughs> well, as far as I know, the disappointed dad is stuck the best. Well, what else do they call you? I mean, you know, you got disappointed dad. You got, you know, the eight time, you know, Alabama's most beautiful man title. You got, yeah, there's that. You know, there have been, you know, a few things, you know, throughout the years, but uh, those are the two most recent. And these two, and these two do, do seem to have stuck uh, the most. So, I'm going to take them and ride them. I, I enjoy it. That's great, man. That's great. Uh, and I'm honored to know you. I really am. I, I appreciate your, your wisdom and your, your, um, what do, what do they call it in the movie? The, um, there's a lot of movies that what the, the hero <laughs> and the, the, the villain and the anti-hero, what do they call the anti-hero? The, the antagonist. <laughs> Whatever it's called, I don't know. The antagonist? Is it the antagonist? Yeah, sure. For sure. You're you're positively your 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 reinforcement. I, I I like it. I do. Um, well, I I appreciate it. I'm I like I said. I'm 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 proud to know you. I'm proud to <clears throat> proud to call you a brother in the sport. So there's there's that. I, I have no regrets. 
whatsoever. No, I, I don't either. I, I don't regret anything uh, I've done in, in this sport. Uh, I've enjoyed every every bit of it. Uh, every uh, the ride in general. Uh, it's been a, it's been a blast, and uh, I look forward to, to many more years doing this and being involved in the sport. And, uh, I have I have never met uh, a better group of people than I have since I started talking. So everybody, everybody in this sport, uh, just about everybody. I'm not going to say everybody. There are a few <laughs> exceptions, but you know, 99 of the people I've met and came across are, uh, you know, we still stay in touch and you know, and we talk and you know, back and forth, and it's just a just a great time. And it don't matter if you see them, you know five, six, seven, eight times a year in training or competitions or, or hell, some of the guys I see at OSG, you know, once or twice a year, you know, we we seem to meet up and, uh, you know, kick right back to where we left off. And you don't you don't see that, you know, at, uh, often. So uh, it's a great thing and it's a great sport. So. Yeah, same. I have, uh, I have also said that this, uh, <clears throat> this, there's nothing like it, this community. Um, there's not really any sport that I can think of that you can cheer for your competitors. So no, not, not one or have your competitors cheer for you. So I, 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 I'm honored to be a part of this. Same. Yeah, I I am too. Every, every day I'm, I've, I've been blessed. So, well, do you have anything for us, sir? Anybody you want to shout out? I think no. I think we we've shouted out to we've talked about numerous people over over the course here, and everybody that um, that I would have shouted out to. Um, you know, I will say if you, if you haven't reached out, uh, you know, Albie, Big Bad Santa would be a good one to, to have on your show. Oh yeah, he would be. Uh, he um, he would be a character, and he'd be a, he'd be a good one to to talk to. You are correct. I'm gonna have to. I'm trying not to overbook us for this year because we're almost booked to the end of the year. But man, <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah, and he would he would be more than happy to do it. I'm sure. So yes, yes, he would. He's a great guy. I finally got to meet him at Fox. I was very excited to meet him at Fox It Up. Yep, and yep, super cool guy. We we now uh, being our good friends and uh, just another example of you know people I see once or twice a year and. Uh, you know, we still remain the best of friends. So, yeah. Well, apparently, Albie knew who I was. Not impressive. Yeah. Well, not really, because you were telling him <laughs> he was somebody was talking about me. I think you were standing there, as a matter of fact. And then he pointed at me and yeah. said, "Oh, is this the guy with the pants?" <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> that story has made it all the way to Oregon. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. <laughs> Legend has it, a spread is still going. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, probably yeah. There are worse things to be known for. You're right, <laughs> but I would, I would like to make some strength accomplishments, and that be talked about. That'd be real cool. Guys, that's okay. We're you're, you're going, you're going to do it, no doubt. I'm going to pull 600 this year. It's going to happen. I'm ready. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up right here, Mr. Stewart. Uh, thank you very, very much for coming on with us today. We very much appreciate it. 
Uh, did well, a good thank, one today. Hey, thank y'all. I, I really appreciate the, the invite and the discussion. I had a, had a great time. I appreciate it, guys. It's been a good show. Um, uh, I was very much looking forward to having you in here. And uh, then you said uh, you wanted to go remote, which worked out even better because then we could all be comfy. Everything worked out great. Yep. And we still got you in here. I'm really glad we did, finally figured out how to do this remote thing. It's uh, it's working out very well for us. It is a game changer by far. Very much a game changer. I want, like I said, I'm Absolutely. reaching out. I'm reaching out to people I don't have no business talking to. Seems they want to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this will be out Wednesday. It'll be it's going to be a good one to listen to. Uh, we have Chris Slater coming in here next week. Next Sunday, he will be in the studio with us, you know, because he's right. in Foley. And he's like, we're in Robertsville. He's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. All right, cool. So he's going to be in here with us, and we're very much looking forward to that. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Stewart and for Mr. Giles, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Bye, everybody. <laughs>